to Black Chicks Bible Study, where we are reclaiming the Bible one book at a time. We are on book 31 of the Bible, Obadiah, which I didn't know was a book or a thing. And we also have two or guests. A person. Yeah, or a person. Um, we have two guests with us. Yes. Um, Woo, welcome. Welcome, welcome. Rachel, do you want to introduce yourself and how you know us? I am Rachel, and uh-huh. I am India's cousin, uh-huh. and I love her so much, <laughs> but I don't get to see her very often. So it's Rachel's birthday. 21st birthday, so happy birthday. <laughs> Legal. Not, not even my birthday, it's not until next week. But yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and where are you visiting from? I'm visiting from Hawaii, Big yeah. Island. Big Island. And what do you do out there? I'm a biologist. I'm a bat biologist study bats acoustically and that is it that's awesome very yeah. cool and that then... is it study bats acoustically if we go too far into this it's, okay we're that's never gonna come out rabbit hole. <laughs> we're all gonna be really sad a little bit of a bad case be... if you will yes <laughs> well, too much well to write into to us if you want to know more please write it we will get you in contact <laughs> and then our second guest would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, my name is Megan. I am not black. Elephant in the room. Yes. Say it out the back. Surprises. We welcome everyone. <laughs> <laughs> we really fought it, but she insisted. Megan and I are friends. We met each other in Hawaii. Yes. Told her about this, and I was like, "Do you want to do this?" And she's like, "Yes, please." Yes. And I talked to India, but I was like, "But." It's okay that she's not black, right? <laughs> I was wow. like, yes. I was like, yes, of course, please. Glad that you checked, though. That was very that is, nice yes. of you to check. <laughs> Megan, what do you do um, in the lovely? I work downtown, uh, downtown Los Angeles, uh, in a museum there Ooh. in education. So oh, yeah. cool, very cool. What kind of museum? Uh, it focuses on Japanese American veterans during World War II. That's amazing. Oh, awesome. Very awesome. And then, do either of you have? experience or did you grow up christian or, or what's your background with i guess christianity and the bible if or judaism any, or any. anything i grew up in like a christian household but my mom was always very careful to say you know i want to expose you to different religions and just give you some kind of foundation and i remember going to bible study school for like mm-hmm. for like a couple of days or something and i remember <laughs> remember really not liking it i remember the person that taught it like it just felt very like preachy and scary and i remember coming home and telling my mom and she's like you don't have to go back there it's not for it's fine it's fine but i know but i remember like my dad like was a deacon and my mom like sang in the choir so it was more like exposing us to that but like we not never forcing. not forcing us as kids like just like here's a thing Mm-hmm. Do you, if you like it, take it. You know, like wow, we went to different. Yeah, right, right. And then in college, I decided to minor in religion. Mm. Like I had just taken enough courses, like outside of biology, and they're like, you have to be a well-rounded person, so take some courses in like right. whatever it was. And the ones I happened to choose were religion-based, right. like different religions around the, of the world, like Hinduism. Did you have Hinduism. a favorite? Yeah, uh, Hinduism for sure. Yeah. What and was then, it about Hinduism? It's like, really like the just the fact that there isn't this one like it was just so different from anything that I grew up knowing about. Like it's very right. it's also very to me 
mm-hmm. seems very much like these are like comic book heroes. Like oh. they're not actually comic books. Like they, uh-huh. the way they teach a lot of kids about like all the different gods is to have like each character has their own like gener- like oh, story. Awesome. Right. Yeah, and so I was like, I was like, cool, oh yeah. my god, this is amazing. And they oh, cover nice. different jurisdictions, right? Kind of like saints. Like each god will be a god. Yeah, like something. Like you know, like mm-hmm. they'll have like Vishnu or Hanuman. Like uh-huh. they're like Hanuman's like the monkey mm-hmm. god, and they'll go through the whole story of like what his deal is and why. Like, it's just got a really whole cool. story. Like it's a whole like, back, yeah. it's all these like origin stories. I thought they were really oh, that's cool. Actually really so cool. I kind of focus on Southeast Asian religions because they were just so, like I said, just so different right, from right. Christianity and Judaism. But like I had learned all of that stuff, and I never like went through a Bible in college. Yeah, but I do. Rem- I do remember like I learned about Shinto, like Japanese religions. Like Ooh. I just fell in love with it because it it was so much like God is really in nature, and it's like yeah. It's like choose your own adventure. <laughs> like, yeah. like, what do you what do you resonate with? And for me, it's always been like I'm a biologist. I like nature. I like mm. I like I'm drawn to those yeah. things. And I just love I love stories. I love storytelling. And I feel like being in college and taking this minor and taking it seriously, I was like, this doesn't feel like work. This feels like storytelling, oh, you know. And I was fun. just really you just wanted to know more. Yeah, I, like, like, I, I want to know everything. More. So, but like I do remember. I think in that Bible study school, like having a Bible and like us like going through a chapter and really being uncomfortable with how thin the pages were. And I was just like, that oh, is, wow. I never thought I was like, yeah, these they're very pages fragile. are thin. And because they're also, they're so thin, I'm like, that's a lot of reading. Like it's uh, not, it's like there's so intimidating. many, it's very intimidating. And like right. the feeling of, I always was afraid to drop the Bible or to tear a page. And yeah. I was just like, I don't like this. I don't want this. That's oh my, my gosh. Religion. What about, what about you? Yeah, what about you, Megan? Uh, I went to Catholic school for twelve High five, years. High five, yeah, twelve yeah. years. Yeah. So I mean, I but I, we've never got to Obadiah. <laughs> but like, we got pretty far in, but mostly focused on the New Testament. I will say we did go over mostly like the first five books of the Bible for the Torah a lot. Yeah. But I don't feel like I never got this far into the Bible. It was like the Torah and then the New Testament. Basically, yeah. it was like this and then all. All the other stuff in between, not so much. And then New Testament. Yeah. Did So you never went yeah. over this period, too? No, no. I, not at all. I don't remember any of this. And I <laughs> don't even remember going over the Bible much at all. It was more just, like, the sacraments and Mary. Yeah. And, yeah. and, like, all the, the doctrine around it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't even really remember, like, specific Bible, you know, things yeah. that were pointed out. So, yeah, kind of similar. It's very interesting to go over now, and I just remember, like, I remember a nun telling me once that all the stories in the Bible, they were just stories and didn't mean, like, the miracles actually happened. Really? Wow. Yeah. Interesting. That's, that's actually, yeah, yeah that's, that's kind of progressive. Really yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought that was really, like, oh. like, oh, he was, like, when Jesus, like, multiplied the loaves and fishes and, like, what do you think really happened? They just shared. Yeah. <laughs> Which would be more powerful right. if yeah, they I told the like, story oh, that way? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The day people like, learn yeah, to share. Yeah. Yeah. for you. How was your Catholic school? Was it very like strict? Like did they were they like rulers? Did you have to wear your skirts no, down to we your have knees to, like, and stuff? Did and... you have rulers? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm very like, concerned. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, cool. Are they still doing that? Do I have so much bond over my I feel like, I thought it was fine. Like, I mean, I have nothing to compare it to now. Right. Um, but I feel like it was more conservative. Like, I went to kindergarten through eighth grade. And then we were taught, we weren't taught abstinence. We were taught, like, like uh, just, like, regular sex education. Did you have oh, to wow. have a permission slip or anything? No. Because I remember wow. we had to 
have like you had to no everyone got it but then there were people who had to opt out like oh, they would yeah. let you know and oh. if you didn't want your kids to know. you have to sign yeah up, you have yeah. to yeah we so. did that even in public yeah. school oh really yeah really? you could opt out yep 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 mm. so as an adult neither of you have voluntarily revisited the bible no, for any no, reason. Definitely not. No. Have you been forced? As of this moment, yes, yeah. we have been forced. Please help us. Yes, yes. Well, we do endeavor to be the first two women in history, people in history, we like to, to say, read to read the whole, whole Bible. Book. That's what we're assuming. Nobody's ever. Yes. No, no one really knows what's in here. No, <laughs> we're just spreading the gospel, what the Bible says. Um, we can really quickly go over our testimonies. So we recorded two episodes in a row last time, and from the episode covering the book of Joel, um, you were talking about, you know, the level of injustice that we see and wrongdoing and how maybe instead of letting things go unnoticed, um, you might find opportunities or notice opportunities to maybe like speak oh, up, right. uh-huh. uh, you know, and help correct the scales of justice a little bit. And in the book of Amos, you talked about not being complacent and becoming too comfortable, basically, and always know that, you know, you have goals to work toward and you want to be on your path. Okay, so for the Joel part, I didn't think I really had any chances to step up and be a justice administrator. Enforcer, justice. yeah. <laughs> Not so much. I didn't see anybody doing it, which is great because I see injustice every day in LA. And oh, to, yeah. To not have anything stick out. Because usually I feel like when I'm on public transportation or trains or stuff like that, I'll see things and I'm like, why is no see one something, saying say anything right. about this? That yeah. woman is touching that man's baby. Like, what's happening? You, know, you like, had a why? bad day on yeah. the train one day. I remember that where you were like, like some kids being mistreated. Oh, that was awful. It was very traumatizing. Oh, see. yeah. But it sounded like that's something that like nobody can really no, approach. Like, no. what do you even do? I will say I did actually say something in a situation where I wouldn't have normally said anything. So basically I was coming home from work and uh, this like lady gets, it was like no one on the train really so much. And so there were seats open and where I was sitting, I was sitting in like four horizontal like row seats or whatever like that. And no one was sitting there except for me. So I had my dog in one of the seats because mm. there's no one there. So then we get to a stop and I noticed there's kind of a lot of people on that platform and like people waiting to get in. So I'm like, oh, like people will probably want to sit down. So like I start to like grab Zena to put her on my lap. And before I could even really get her in my hands, this lady who was coming to the door, she's like, I didn't know there were dog seats on the train. Or, oh my you know, goodness. like seats oh. for the dogs on the train. Wow. What and she's like, goes, yeah, she goes, and she <laughs> nice. just like comes and she has like bags and she's like, excuse me. And I was already oh like, I mean, the seat was Jeez. already clear. And I, and then, so like, normally I would never say, I just ignore, you know, I'm just like, whatever, but maybe it was subconsciously in my head, like say something. So mm-hmm. then I told her, I was like, there aren't seats specifically for dogs on a train, but you said, excuse me. Right. And did I move her? Yes. So, <laughs> and I didn't say anything. There were a lot of other things that happened during that car ride that I didn't say to her. Cause it was very clear that she was not in her right oh, mind. So yeah. me saying yeah. things to her would kind of not help. be, yeah. Yeah, yeah, couldn't help. Yeah, yeah. So basically she came <laughs> in. She was so concerned about the seat that the dog had taken, but she proceeded to put her bag in one seat oh, and, then, and then a little plastic purse in another. So she t- had three oh. seats that she had taken up, <laughs> but she was so upset <laughs> about the dog. And uh, she had, she was there with two kids that I noticed that she, cause they came in after her and there was an older lady with her who I'm going to assume was maybe her mother. She had two young kids, one in a stroller and one was like a little boy who was maybe like six or seven. And then it was just, like, the most heartbreaking thing ever. Like, this kid, I just, like, looked at him, and you could tell he just looked like he'd been crying, like, 
all day long yeah. and just his eyes were so red and he was so cute though and like the lady she like had like a to-go box of something i don't know food some kind of food and so she like threw the box on the train floor and wait was like, what wait 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 wait, 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 wait this is the wait, older wait. woman or no no this, this, this is the, the, the dog lady the, oh. dog, yeah. the one who had the issue she threw the box okay. on the floor she's like you look what you did to my like talking to the older lady. Look, you, look what you did to my food. You got it looking like shit. Y'all oh! may eat shit, but I don't eat shit. Oh and my yeah, like, threw god! And literally threw the and it was like so. That's when I was like, just, okay. something's wrong with it. Yeah, so the, not well. Not well. And the whole train ride, she's just screaming like the whole time. And it was literally like, and there was another girl across from me, and we both, I could tell we right. were both just like, and we we're looking, and like I saw her look at the kid, and she looked at, she was literally about to cry because it was like, because it was yeah. for us too, it was so tense, and we were on right. there for like maybe 10, 15 minutes, so imagine uncomfortable. Those and kids, and yeah. yeah, just imagine those kids. So it was like one of those things where, I was just like, I cannot believe the, and there's nothing you can really do, you know? And I was just like, I cannot believe these kids have to like live with this day on to a day. daily basis. And even like when they were like about to get off, I remember the little girl, she's in the stroller and she had like a little helicopter toy and she's like, said something to the lady and she goes, don't make me break that helicopter, you know? And I was yeah. just like, yeah. Ah, ah. yeah, it was just really hard. And like the older lady, I could tell she was probably related some or maybe she's just I don't know but you could tell she also like she had sense like when she threw the food on the floor like she picked it up and she threw it off at the next stop like she threw it in like she was aware she was taking care of the kids you know like playing with the kids and you know obviously (sighs) more aware and like conscientious of things but it was just like awkward yeah it was just horrible horrible yeah so because it's it's also like what do you do what call it like she's not hitting her kids or you know like anything super crazy and then it's like at the end of the day too like if you call child what are they gonna do put her in another abuser's hand like but, the good thing is you stood up yeah. for yourself in that one interaction, and, that one inter- and then you knew I, not to yeah. push it. Yeah, then I was like, okay. imagine you're in a screaming match with, yeah. like, a very sick woman. Right, and she's probably going to throw her food at my head. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. So that was nuts. And then the complacency was, thing. The complacency. Probably so. haven't had well no i'm paying for it right now actually i'll (laughs) tell you that story so i was very like i've been doing my fast or whatnot (laughs) and i got real comfortable you guys have been eating a lot so i've been juice fasting and i would say i was well into like week two or trying to go for 30 days and well into week two and normally i fasted in the past and once i'm past like that first like 10 days i'm i'm in it i'm like this is it i've gone too far to like ruin this progress and I can like talk myself into not you know having these weak moments but I shouldn't get so complacent because I definitely <laughs> broke so you know I wanted to get some food too because I had no food and since Rachel's visiting I was yeah. like there's got to be something in here I can't expect her to live off juice <laughs> so uh, I did tell you I was like don't worry about it yeah she did say like, don't worry I was, I was like, like please no. don't worry and and I'm you're like, like, no. oh, I gotta get some staples like, I yeah just uh, something simple yeah just yeah. just in case because in case yeah. you don't make it out but then there was food here. But then and I didn't I didn't get here in time to eat all the food <laughs> yes, to save you. Yes. So I I broke. It started with a cheese string and then it was a down. Cheese and then it, it, it was downhill <laughs> from there. And last night I had ramen and this morning I had five hours on the toilet. So wow. don't get complacent. I can't think. I've made it to this point before. It's, it's gonna be smooth sailing from here. And I think I got too comfortable and I was like, I can have a food in the fridge. I'm not gonna touch it. Like right. but nope. She also was nope. so complacent that last night when we went to get ramen she said 
I kind of want that ghost pepper kimchi. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you it. And I was like, I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> you are no, I, I, zero. I, 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 yeah. I think you are. You have cheated, and we're going from cheating to like, like just. Just Bull. murdering your body. <laughs> no, I'm glad you stopped. No, I'm really glad because I really, yeah, that would have been awful because it was awful already. Yeah. So I can't imagine today I really paid for it. And uh... so you learned um, the lesson in a more concrete. Oh, in a very yeah, physical you learned the hard matter, way. In a very physical. <laughs> Well, I'm impressed that you're always able to juice it all for days well, on you. end. That would yeah. be very difficult for me. I'm starting over <sighs> repeatedly. Well, we have a lot of inspo from the Bible. What about um, yours? I had from Joel, I guess, from that verse about, like, weakling, call yourself a warrior, <laughs> and all the oh, armies fighting. Um, I guess, up. yeah, like, confronting difficult situations and not shying away from conflict. That was a thing that I was trying to kind of keep in mind. And then from Amos, um, there was something about letting vengeance be the Lord. So while we can like speak up against injustice or whatever, we can also like not hold resentment or try to orchestrate karma or whatever for people. Mm. So my thing was like, let go of what other people are doing or what they have coming to them, whatever their karma is, is theirs, whatever. And let go of resentment. I guess for the past, like, couple weeks, I have had sort of a consciousness shift where I've been in a different headspace and felt more removed. Um, I'll say for, like, the resentment thing or the letting go thing, one thing I've struggled with over the years is feeling like I'm not plugged in enough. Um, I talk a lot about being, like, antisocial and not wanting to be on social media. And I think I just hardly ever am, but I'm always thinking about it and feeling guilty. For not being on social yeah. media? Why? Because you feel, like, not <laughs> plugged in. Do you feel well, like that, too, Agreed. Rachel? Really? Yeah. Why would you feel guilty you about start, it? The last time you came to visit, you started an Instagram for the first time. Oh, time. yeah, I do remember that. I remember that. that. I remember you, that, yes. I and you don't use it. And you don't use it. <laughs> I don't use it. Yeah, you know what? I came here and I was, thinking, I was like, I'm going to start this because yeah. you know what? I have a new friend and her name is Lauren. And she's on Instagram. <laughs> and I was like, this is the only way I'm going to communicate with her. And then no. I could not maintain that. That's not the place to find I me live, at all. I live on an yeah. island. I already feel isolated. I don't like social media. Yeah. I also feel guilt about yes. that because that is usually generally how I communicate with a lot of people mm. in my life. I don't call them. I don't right. text them. We don't email. It's like I am experiencing their lives and I can like kind of see what's going on or check in with them in a way that I wouldn't normally do. And because I'm not on Facebook and because my phone right. is set up to give me notifications, I wake up and I'm like 50 new notifications. Like, and I'm like, I can't deal I with it. I can't deal with yeah. it. And people are having babies. Like I missed an right. entire pregnancy no. and a baby that was delivered. And I was just like, I feel bad about that. <laughs> I care about that person. Right. And, right, right. And I want, and I'm like, Two days later, after the baby's born, congratulations, didn't know you're pregnant, but congratulations, you know, I feel, I do feel a little bit of guilt for that, because yeah. I don't, I just, I'm not in that space, I don't, right. I don't post, and it's not like, yeah. I don't want people to think but that I don't But then it's like also them, but... like, the really important people you know, like, you don't right. need, you know, it's like. You don't need that to mediate right? your communication. Right. The only reason I don't feel that guilty, <laughs> like, putting it out of my mind or not being on it, is because. Like the people who care to know what's going on, they call me, they text me, they and that's a very yeah. small circle of people. Yeah. So right. that is all I can handle anyway. So I'd rather yeah. not be broadcasting my every move. Yeah, and I think I think that's mm-hmm. what it is yeah. for me. I feel like I should be 
doing more. Right, and you I'm, should be feeling that way. And I'm like, and I'm okay. Like, I'm I'm okay that I'm not posting. I just right. feel guilt that I don't know, know what everybody else lives. is. Right, but that's the thing. And I don't I've, give likes. And if you don't no. give love, you're not going to get like you have to invest time and energy. Also, the resentment thing, letting go of that. I feel like watching people's lives, and I've gone through so many phases and groups of people <laughs> that I have all my feed is just people from all sorts of walks of life, and, and I feel like them? I I do, sure. but not enough to if I'm not checking up on them and vice versa, then no, we don't, don't care, care about to each see other. Them, like, yeah. I don't want to see them living it up, and you're like I don't care to see this, <laughs> especially if I know that like hey, my life is dark, your mm-hmm. life is dark, all mm-hmm. of us secretly have things going mm-hmm. on, but this is our highlight reel. Just the letting go thing of, like, people get their karma. If I see someone who, like, I have passed with or some issue, not that I have a beef with a lot of people, but I don't want to see people, like, living a brand online when I know that the reality is, like, and vice versa. If I'm going through, like, life, I don't want to have to pick a highlight reel to put up. I would never want to be inauthentic. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just But you don't have to. You can use social media to whatever you want. When I There's post something, pages on like yeah, I could, I can. I think what I need to focus on is like something like this podcast. I can lean more into that and yeah. not feel any type of way of like putting out social media for the podcast. But yeah. for me personally, yeah. I don't need to have a brand associated with me. So that was something I kind of woke up one day and it felt like the desire and the guilt left yeah. my body. Yeah. And I was like, yes! 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 yeah, I don't have to ever think about it. There are people who aren't on it at all. Anyway, Megan, I, well, I always struggle with like, like, um, because I always feel like when I post something, it feels inauthentic. Because yeah, it's like this is just because you're framing my it. Life. Yeah, you're yeah. framing your life. You're cropping it to make it look better than it actually is. And I, I mean, like, I know everyone does that, but I try not to do that. Right, yeah. and, and you don't like, want to provoke yes. the FOMO in others yes. that you have looking. At. I know, I know exactly what you yeah. mean. Like, it's just like it doesn't. I don't want to just post my highlight reel, but like right. otherwise, like it's weird to post something dark. <laughs> like, dark. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, anyway, there are ways to do it that people are much more, it comes more naturally for people. Mm -hmm. I'll say that. So that was something, yeah, letting go of that. And that did help me let go of resentment or even thinking about what is lying in wait for people or what their lives are. That's something I have to kind of keep blinders on about my own life. And the other thing of confronting or conflict, I guess just, um, in my ongoing breakup that I've been talking about, I guess like there are maybe one or two conversations at home that I, rather than um, being passive aggressive or um, engaging in like inefficient arguments, I guess I have had more efficient, like fact-based, like standing my ground, being firm and focusing on facts and having like constructive confrontations. Mm-hmm. And I was keeping that in mind of like, okay, this is a confrontation. Don't mm-hmm. back down. Don't be insulting. Just be loving, but be like firm and state the facts and walk away and don't think anything of it and that helps great not Mm -hmm. petty or anything bad it's just a being more sober about it and being like look I have a point of view too like I you don't get to just tell me how I feel I get to just say it and that's that's it yeah that's it um so that has been great uh, which is weird because confronting sometimes when you do have a confrontation, that's a little bit of a letting go. Because if you don't say yeah. the right things in the argument, you walk away unresolved. You can't let go. It's like completely unresolved. So it's better to have the confrontation in the moment. And then you're like, Phew. that's so, over. Nothing. Said yeah. Everything I nothing said. And more. Add a little salt on it too. Anyway, so Obadiah is a very short, literally one chapter book. 21 verses. Verses, very little. 
I didn't know anything about Obadiah, but Who does? it just sounded like a biblical name. Well, because so it it's Jedediah. Yeah, because yeah. all the Diahs yeah. are the <laughs> yeah. It's such an Amish name. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that great? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it means servant of Yahweh. Ooh. Fun fact. So if you're named Obadiah, you better be serving Yahweh. You better be serving Yahweh. And you guys didn't know anything about no, it. No, no, no. It existed. Mm-hmm. Did you read the yeah. chapter? Yeah, I was awesome. Yeah. I, I was like, did I was, you do your homework? I did. Because she told me, she was like, you can download this app and it will help you. And I was just like, don't want to do that. So I went online. <laughs> so I went online. I don't need it on my phone. <laughs> so I went online to find the chapter and I was like, I found uh, an excerpt. And I was like, is this is this it? Yeah, <laughs> this is the whole thing. I was like, oh, okay, I can do this. <laughs> And yeah. how how lucky are we, and how um, miraculous is it that the book that we have one chapter for, we have two guests? And <laughs> I, 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 it was it's very confusing. Yeah, yes. yeah, it's still so yeah, yeah for us because we don't have the, you're jumping in. Yeah, we're, yeah, yeah we're, we're, I so I had to read it a couple of times. So. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was saying that this is an interesting book to, for you guys to jump in or have a guest jump in because we are already in this like. Because everything we've been reading, you know, the past couple books are all the prophets, you know, the mm, prophets. So, like, it's very much a okay. style and, like, they're all kind of in a similar thing. So, to read this without, like, having kind of gone through is probably a little, like, what are they talking about? Where, what are these, you know, why is Edom being damned and yeah. this and that? So, like, yeah, there is that little bit of backstory that would probably help with, you know. <laughs> Oh, well, kind of, yeah, yeah understanding like more so. There but, was some like yeah. footnotes that was good at the yeah. bottom. There was some little asterisks. That yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> these are the houses, and this is what happened. Right, right. Because like I think was it was either Joel or Amos. I think it was Amos. Uh, but basically, it was like a specific thing where he was going through calling out all of these specific, you know, cities and provinces, and you know, very specifically saying because you did X Y Z. Think that was Amos. Is, yeah, yeah. yeah. X Y Z. So like I You're feel like get this. Obadiah is basically that, specifically for Edom. Like they yes. say, yeah. So Obadiah is the prophet. It's the prophet. Uh-huh. And he's talking specifically about this e- town, this town this Edom. Town. Okay. Which yeah. is on the other side of the Red Sea, the Dead Sea. Some sea is parting um, Israel and uh, Edom. Mm-hmm. And Edom, those people are also uh, descendants of Abraham, but they were split Right. from the Israelites. So it's almost like your closest brothers, mm-hmm. your worst enemy type thing, gotcha. where they've been really evil. Um, and also Israel has been bombarded and taken over by Babylonians and Edom just kind of sat back and let Didn't it happen. Know. And they don't have this affiliation with Yahweh that they should, I see. basically. Is, yeah. What is going on? So it's a long speech about, you know, yeah. what's yeah. going to so happen. or Overall, like, did you guys have any feelings overall? Um... I don't know. I just, I, I just felt like, okay, this is another uh, prophet that's like, just God is going to kill you all. Like you know, it's yeah. gonna be very much like, like, like vengeance, vengeance, yes. vengeance. Like it's just like, oh, so you have read the Bible, you know, that's yes, yeah. basically the gist of <laughs> the gist. all of it. Yeah. Like this is another one. Like, of like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> She's already weary of it. This is, yeah, I'm just like this. This sounds very vengeful, and it. I mean, yes. I obviously because I did. I don't have the full backstory. I know these people did something wrong. Right. God is not like, right. and I know he's like wagging his finger at them. They're like living on cliffs. Like you guys are all living high and mighty. Hi, and I'm like, oh, even in the Bible, living on like cliffside property is like, high and mighty. <laughs> I thought that was funny too. Actually, I was just like, okay, they live on cliffs. That's like 
too hoity-toity for you. Yeah. Yeah. Up in the hill. Up in the hill. <laughs> I, I took it. I'm like, you know what? It's because God's offended. Like, you're trying to get you're higher. Too low. Like, he's like, take it away from me. He's like, know that you're a low, low yeah. person and just stay down in the valleys. <laughs> stay in the valleys where you belong. <laughs> But also I think I was and I might need some clarification, but I was also a little confused because it sounded like God was going to send this horrible thing to Edom and somehow like almost like sending a storm, but like he was gonna save like a little know, piece of that, yeah, that that always happens. And I'm like, I'm like, why don't you just target the one place that you want to target? No, and not, no, no, no. But it's like right. he's going to send it all over everybody. But these guys are going to survive. And like, I was right. like, it's a very specific way. It of, is very specific. Of, yeah. like, it's like punishing your kids, but like, I don't know. Like, you don't have to punish both your kids, right? <laughs> yeah. It is very scorched earth. But yeah. that has been the tactic thus far. Is and the attitude is, you know, humanity itself is wrong and impure and fallen and. 99% of all people are going to be terrible always and there's this one little but we yeah, need to see like, or, I can't yeah, destroy it's, it's it all it's because thing. if I destroy you all then there's nothing in it. so I'm going to leave this little seedling to grow something new and, and hope it grows something and that would be the better. new utopia of yes. holy guess, righteous people but yeah. you have to leave that little bit. it almost yeah. seems like also leaving that little I guess I could see why he would like punish everyone and leave a little bit uh-huh. because like if they didn't experience any of the hardship, they wouldn't could maybe appreciate the fact that they survived. Yeah, that's true yeah. too. Yeah, they have to know what they went through. Yep. Yeah. It's dark. It's, it it's is. very. It seems very. But it makes the hope that much more hopeful. Yeah, for the mm-hmm. people in that survive. Yes. yes, exactly. They because they were like, you witnessed, wow, you witnessed how bad it could be. The five people <laughs> yeah. left. Yeah. Right. It was like we survived. Yeah, more of a miracle. Won't. Don't make yeah, me like angry again. So we won't be what we were doing for the last twenty years. And the experience of going through life a lot of times can be like, man, so little justice in the world and so much of it is shitty. And so this little hope of like restoration, I don't know, it's very hopeful to think like even if the whole world were gone from nuclear war, maybe there could be, they always say like, if you're the last two people on earth, would you you repopulate? And it's like, well, do I like the guy? Is he good enough to repopulate? (laughs) (laughs) Always that question of like, how gross? does someone have to be to like not repopulate with them um i probably wouldn't because i would already know that humanity sucks and we don't need to you're like wow only two of us survive. i don't need to do this again i was like this is survival of the fittest if we survive then okay we got our message we won we won the world we won we're the last two we don't need a new game where do you go from there you have one kid two kids are they supposed to hey we have you guys sleep with each other yeah, yeah, we have like, anecdotal proof right now in book form that that is how the world started with right, right. two people so <laughs> I mean yeah. um, but even in like just the early I guess what you guys were talking about just now but the threat of uh, verse 2, 3, and 4 I had verse 3 highlighted so mm-hmm. um, start at 2 it says see I will make you small among the nations you will be utterly despised the pride of your heart has deceived you, you who live in the clefts of the rocks and make your homes on the heights, you who say to yourself, who can bring me down to the ground? Though you soar like the eagle and make your nest among the stars, from there I will bring you down, declares the Lord. So yeah, even though you think you're all up there out of harm's way, he's like, nah. Yeah. From your little cushiony, you know, homes, I'm going to bring you down. I was really surprised. Well, when I looked up, because I read this, and I was like, I don't understand anything. Mm. <laughs> and I, then I was I was reading about that it was a reference to, like, 
when people would pass through a certain area near Edom and that they were like high looking down on them. So mm. they would, they would like ca- charge a toll or something like that. Mm. Oh, they passed. So that's what that, I was really surprised how much local history. Yeah. Right, like <laughs> this and that's funny that you say it because i feel like in the previous chat like we they specifically say things like taxing the oppressed so, so that yes, would be like kind like, of like you're up here high yes, and yeah. exploiting charging people a tag, just to right. get yeah. through a road right. like why that is i will say a lot of the morality so far not only is about humility that's a huge theme is like if you're too high or too exploitative you're gonna get knocked down Mm -hmm. but like so much of the morality so far is based in people exploiting the poor or Mm, charging the wrong amount for something like cheating people that is literally what comes up book after book after book as the example of evil it's just being Being oppressive and being horrible to poor people (laughs) which i can really get behind that's all i care about yeah. yeah trying to get over on people yeah i do think it was funny though there's passage in here <laughs> yes <please>. basically <laughs> it basically says like you're gonna be destroyed basically right and it says like people like if anyone comes to rob you like to rob your house they're gonna be like there's nothing here like, <laughs> and also it's like <laughs> you can't even get robbed, <laughs> like, can't get robbed. <laughs> like, like if great figures come to you they when they leave some stuff for you guess what god's not gonna leave anything it's like, yeah. it's like, it's like, it's like Surprise! <laughs> it's like such a burn that it's like not oh, God's even... burns are great. Oh, oh yeah, God's like, he has no great human burns. Match. I just, yeah. I really funny. No, that is hilarious though. It's like you can't even. You're so, there's not. They're gonna be like, wait. There's what? gonna be literally nothing left. God yeah. does have a flair for drama. Would you say? I would these, say. Yeah, the he threats does. get are yeah they're getting very elaborate and specific, and he's getting like almost progressively mad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also like that he's like all your allies will force you to the border your friends will deceive and overpower you those who eat your bread will set a trap for you but you will not detect it it's like i like the idea too of this kind of like you're not going to see it coming getting stabbed and you know just yeah. like you th- like again like you think don't even have hope it's yeah. like, like someone is going to shake yes. you from behind exactly. <laughs> like this good thing like this good thing you think is happening is really a really shit like you'll yeah. have that oh come be in my music video you think you're gonna get a break stab, stab, stab. <laughs> it's a porno <laughs> wow. Very oh specific. <laughs> oh, good. I say go for it still. You know. yeah. hey, hey, if it's your big break. I do like verse 12 telling Edom, the Edomites, that you should not have gloated over your brother on the day of his misfortune. You should not have rejoiced over the people of Judah on the day of their ruin. You should not have boasted on the day of distress. So picture yeah, all the Babylonians like coming in and cutting down the Israelites and the Edomites are sitting back like, yeah, yeah. Y'all get So now there, that seems to be like half the reason why their karma is coming on them now. It's just taking just too much pleasure. Too. And like being like, huh. Yeah, which I like because as much as um, the God in this Bible pretends to kind of gloat over this or get excited over the threats. It's still like, but this is not a good thing. Like somebody getting their bad karma or their punishment. um, It's like a necessary evil and it's not something to like celebrate. Even if God is being like the day of the Lord will be terrible. And no lake of fire. This hurts me more than it. You made me do this. Do not have fun while watching this, but it will be a sight to see. 
I feel like that came up. I can't remember in what chapter because I remember kind of highlighting that too. Like, because that was my takeaway. Try not to like, or whatever. not taking, or even before that, because my takeaway was about not rejoicing in like others' misfortunes. Because I do like to do that. Like, mm. so, like <laughs> when I see, yeah, be petty and be, yeah, mm. when something bad happens to someone that I don't like, I see get excited about that. I'm like, yeah. yes, how is it? It's so like, natural. That's great. But yeah, he's like, no, don't do that. <laughs> he's like, that's my job. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, God wants to hog all the fun yeah. of like threatening and punishing people. He's like, you don't have fun with this too. This is all mine. Yeah. Um, I also do like though. I appreciate when God can call out specific things and not just like you disobeyed me. Right. Like he's done here, like verses twelve through fifteen. He's mm-hmm. basically like you gloated over this misfortune, and then he's also talking about like. You know, you didn't cut down any crossroads or cut their fugitives down and stuff. Like, he's very specific about what they did. Because I feel like a lot of times in the Bible, it's more just like, you didn't do what I asked you. Or, like, I don't know. Yeah. You made me angry because you were not faithful. Like, what does that mean? And so, like, to have very specific things. like He's making a case for it. I like it. He goes on later, too, where it's basically like, what does he say? I thought it was verse 15, but now that I'm reading it. Oh, no, it is. Yeah, the day of the Lord is near for all nations. As you have done, it will be done to you. Your deeds will return upon your own head. So I feel like this is a very, like, black and white, like, karma reference. Mm -hmm. Like, this is very, like... Everything is very black and white. Yeah, very black and white. (laughs) What you have done, like, exactly what you have done is coming back to you in some... I don't know if this is a community of people, but maybe three people did the bad things. All of you are being punished. But but that's not, like, it's almost written in the way, like, every single person in this community sucks. Yes. It's not, like, there's no gray here. Well, you know there's a herd mentality among humans in general. We're a herd species, and I can imagine, like... One person's a cancer. Yeah, exactly. It's like one rotten apple and then yes. you see somebody like, yeah <laughs> especially here because when people are so desperate and starving mm-hmm. and going through tough times and then you see people gathered at like a competing temple praying mm-hmm. to a competing god and they're getting these blessings of course mm-hmm. everyone is gonna flock and be like oh okay you guys are getting fed we're gonna also pray to this god mm-hmm. and then they get convicted all at once you can see how bad behavior in their estimation of what bad behavior is how that would um spread like wildfire and it does Mm -hmm. like even we talk a lot about business and politics Mm -hmm. and how Mm -hmm. um the status quo is evil it just is like if you are a ceo it profits you to exploit people yeah no matter what even if you started your company with the best (laughs) interest there's a certain level that you get to at some point and then the money's too good which is why though i i respect because we were talking about this earlier is like some of the artists and stuff who don't right they they go their own way they go their own way like and they've realized this but i think other people sometimes they don't realize it, you know, or they realize it later. And you know, props to them for leaving if they do. That's mm-hmm. some, but like, I think a lot of people go in with that ego, thinking that's not me. That's not how I operate. Mm-hmm. But you don't know how you operate until, you're, until in you're in the machine. So it's like and profiting from yeah. it. Like it can be hard to mm-hmm. not comply with the status quo. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, which is um the one or one of the good things I'll say I like about this scorched earth approach in theory. I don't like picturing yeah. droves of people dying and being punished for things that probably aren't their fault overall in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do like the idea that I don't know that there's a justification for it of like the status quo is so evil and my view is so anti-establishment mm-hmm. that I'm willing to burn down everything <laughs> even if there's one righteous person like the righteous thing is still the right thing yeah. right in theory <laughs> it might not be good for 
preserving human life in general, but as an ideal. It's like, what if everybody were fair and paid each other fairly and didn't exploit? I wish I knew how to get to there. Yeah. Where we are now to get to that. Burn it all down. I'm always always just like, I'm I'm waiting. I'm like, like, burn, burn down enough. Oh, yeah. I didn't say all. We're too late. No, we're too like. Yeah. I don't know. What I think we are very late in the, yeah. the guys. Game, keep yeah. the faith. The new, the new temple is still coming. The yeah. second coming yeah. awaits. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we got nine more planets to destroy. Right? <laughs> of course, at the end of any book, there's Israel's final triumph, Israel's redemption, Israel's like hope. And verse seventeen says, "But on Mount Zion there shall be those that escape, and it shall be holy, and the house of Jacob." shall take possession of those who dispossess them. So there's always the idea that the right chosen people, a select few, will not only be saved, but they will be the victors and they will come out on top. And a lot of it is so God doesn't look bad. Because Yahweh is always like, I'm putting my reputation on the line. I don't want to look bad to the other gods and to the other people. So I'm going to save some of you and make you the victor. Who's Jacob here from where you guys do remember from when you've been reading before? Is he like... He's a, he's a child of Abraham, which is the descendants of... Um, but the, they were good. Like, yes. God liked them. He was like, always like... Because there's always like kings that were terrible and did... And they're like, he was a bad king and he was evil. Right. But like, Jacob was like a good, like... So the descendants from him would be the Israelites, and then Uh, Esau would be the evil uh, brother, and then the Edomites have come from that lineage, from what I can remember. Oh, that was was Jacob's brother? Mm -hmm. Jacob and Esau. Okay, okay. I remember that. I'm, I'm thinking. I remember she, there was a fight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> between some, I don't even remember what that fight was. I feel like there was eating of flesh. Or oh, probably. <laughs> Wait, is it Jacob and the Technicolor Code? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Joseph, the amazing oh, check. He was the father. Yes. I know. Okay. I'm like, yes. <laughs> You're like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I was like, I was yes. relating it all. I was like, oh, yes, Jacob was Joseph's father. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I love that music. Yes. I actually never saw it, though. I, 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 Did you guys ever see Jesus Christ Superstar? I never saw that either. I've always seen it on TV. I've never seen it. Okay. I saw it a long time. My mom loved it. Everyone I know the song, though. I don't know how. Jesus I know, too. Yeah, it's, it's like everyone knows it. Everyone knows that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any other thoughts about this book in particular or about Yahweh or any of this? This is like, I mean, it's really interesting to go into these things that are part of something that is worshipped, yes, but unknown, yeah. right? So it's like Obadiah, yeah. part of this? and how crazy it is it that like I went to Catholic school for for twelve years and we didn't go over something that's in the book, right? That we right. face your lives, yeah. On. <laughs> yeah. Like I mean, it's kind of, and it's also just I was just so surprised how local history this mm-hmm. was. And how it was more of a history book than yeah. than it's just that that was that was shocking to like me. Like we now know yeah. record this keeping. road. We yeah. know this yeah. toll yeah. road. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, it's like a map. Like, the oh, toll okay. amount has yeah. increased since then. Right. It's a little higher. But yeah, yeah, inflation. Yeah. Yes. Taxes, California, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, it's, it's like regional history in this one place and now mm-hmm. it's like universal now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how crazy that is that we're reading about yeah. this yeah. religion? And like the yeah. crazy we're reading about oh, I mean he only got one, so he's not as famous as these other folks. But that is crazy that you're like you made the cut. You made the cut. And people are yeah. named after this kid now. Yeah, yeah. You know, like tons of Obis. Yeah, there are so many Obis. Obi Wan Kenobi. Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh, gotta be. Gotta be. Did you guys 
feel like there's any kind of lesson or like takeaway. It's it's hard because it's so short. Again. It is yeah. so short. You can't get robbed if you're. Yeah, if you got right? nothing, you, you can't, can't, get, nothing, get, robbed. can't get robbed. So. <laughs> hey, you're on this one. You got nothing. <laughs> yeah, like I do. Just yeah. keep nothing of value yeah, around ever. <laughs> <laughs> solidify. I thought about this before because I know we always do this, and I was thinking, what am I going to take away? And the only thing I could really take away was something I'd already taken away, which we mentioned was like stop rejoicing in others. <laughs> oh yes, fortune. Yes, yes. Which I guess I could do. I could repeat because I haven't. How can you fully that. get over it in a matter I mean, of weeks? That would be yeah, exactly. shocking so if you had already gotten over that. So it's a good reminder. So <laughs> yeah. It's a good reminder because obviously I'm... No more gloating. Yeah. I think I can take away... I'm sure this has been a takeaway before, but will be a lifelong battle of just not getting to um, the proud heart. Your proud heart has deceived you. You that live in the clefts of the rock. Not that I live in the clefts of the rock or the hills or any great heights, but I can still have a proud heart. Mm -hmm. And it just comes from being raised fundamentalist. I think that's part of it is like keep up an image. Like, and it was never taught to be holier than thou, but it was always like be more righteous than anyone. Like, and not as a competition thing, but that's how it kind of ends up. If you're brought up religious, a lot of times you can become very judgmental and haughty and think you know better and um even after getting rid of religion i feel like that's just something i'll struggle with is like what's in my heart i know it to be true and righteous and nobody can say differently and having that unmovable energy is like not always good so knowing that like anything can strike me down at any moment and keeping that in mind is great because i tend to want to still live by faith and be like the universe will lift me up and i'll just keep living and everything will go relatively okay and that isn't um always the case like you were living in a chaotic universe where anything can happen at any moment any freak accident any calamity and so just having that humility of like no matter how much you know or think you know or what path you think you're on nothing nobody cares nothing objective cares be humble. Yeah, exactly. Just have like be a human. Live your human life. Like don't have opinions about everything. So or just I don't know. Be more self aware. Yeah. Catch yourself in these things and like okay, I'm doing this. Address it and then let it go. But then let it go. The only right one. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that will be a takeaway for sure. I'm sure something will come up to humble me or remind me. So there you go. Already living in faith. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'm living on faith, and I'll be humbled. So, ladies, you can uh, just be meditating on this great message from Obadiah. Great <laughs> message of vengeance. Yeah. Right. And thank you so, so, so yeah. much for joining. It's always like fun when we have. Yeah. You're only our second instance. So we'll keep well, we having guests for in one, the future. So nice. we, got two we know months. other people who are just, you know, lining up to be on the podcast. And you guys are really blazing the trail. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Glad we could fly you in for this one. Yes. Yes. All on us. And first, how, class, first class. class. I was yeah. going to say, how was that? First class. You're welcome. <laughs> And then next week we are what is it? What's his name? We have Jonah. We have Jonah. That's right. Oh, Which the is whale. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, like so we will be back with Jonah in two Sabbaths. <laughs>
It's four hundred percent longer than this. <laughs> Four whole chapters, <laughs> right? And totally scientifically sound and not mythological oh, totally. at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just That's like right, just yeah. like the rest of the Bible. Anyway, thank you again for joining. Thank you for listening, and come back again for another episode of Black Chicks Bible Study. Bible Study.